All right. So how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Bad. About you? Pretty good. Um. So yeah, we we missed you yesterday. Alex, um, sat in. We did our show. Nice. Glad he was able to fill in. Yeah, it went pretty well. You guys do the uh, WandaVision preview then? Or not preview, but recap? Yeah, we did. And hey, we got our first listener. How's it going, man? We're talking WandaVision. We're talking Star Wars. I might have said man, but it could be a, a woman too. Either way. Well, his name is Larry Hart. So I oh, okay. say, you're, say you're right and assume. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although I hate yeah. assuming. Well, How'd you like WandaVision? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought episode three was better than four just because I didn't feel like four told me that much that I didn't already assume. It kind of just like confirmed most of what everybody was thinking, I feel like, you know? Um, right. But it was pretty cool to kind of see more about Sword and everything. Uh, what's interesting to learn that uh, Monica Rambeau's mother did die which is pretty, I believe, happened in the comments, so not too surprising, I guess. Um, but no, overall, a good episode. I always like seeing Jimmy Woo and everything. I think he's a pretty funny guy. Uh, I have my opinions about the character Darcy Lewis, but uh, she wasn't too bad. Sometimes she can be a little much, you know? Yeah. For some reason, I thought that you um, that you liked Kat Dennings. Uh, I, wouldn't say I, don't, I don't know if we talked uh, about her before. No, I, okay. I feel like she, she was pretty good in the Thor movies, but I, outside of that, uh, I usually feel like she can be a little annoying. But uh, I, I thought she was pretty good in this episode. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, someone had said that it might be fun to see like um, a series with Darcy and Jimmy. Almost like a buddy uh, cop uh, type thing. I th- I think it could be fun. Maybe it wouldn't be uh, the top of my priority <laughs> list for Marvel shows. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, no, over overall, I really like the episode. No, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, every episode you see more things about the hexagon and what exactly that'll mean, and every time thing. I I think I saw Jimmy Wu right on the board about why it's all the hexagons and everything like that yeah all his theories and his questions are basically the same ones that we have <laughs> um but uh i i haven't listened to your guys episode you and alex but uh I just put it up right know, now on youtube okay nice i assume you guys talk about how all the reports of the people in the town you guys talk about that we did and so for anyone listening on like anyone uh, tuning in to re-listen to our show right now, they can go in in my bio and they can go to our um, podcast on YouTube or Spotify and check that out. Um, But yeah, we did talk about that and yeah, really interesting how they pretty much narrowed down everybody as far as the actors, except for Agnes and Dottie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. So, the few questions I have coming out of the episode is there seems to be like eight people in the town or something. But so obviously that's not enough people to fill an entire town. So where are the rest of the people that used to be in the town now that we know it was Eastview? 
And then who was the original missing person that um, Monica was trying to find? Did you guys talk about that and have any theories on that? We didn't talk about that too much. Um, I, I mean, the bigger story, the bigger story is that no one can say that Westview is an actual place. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I did listen to to some speculation on that, and um, someone had said that maybe Dottie, it could be Dottie or some or one of our town members. I could definitely see that. Um, I mean, just because they have missing profiles doesn't necessarily mean they're the bad guy. Um, I did think it was pretty interesting in episode three how Herb seemed to fear Monica. I was just about to say that, yeah. Yeah, which doesn't make sense if he's just a normal civilian trying to get out of this hell. And, like, she's obviously an agent, government agent. You think you would trust her. But so that, I mean, is a little suspicious to me. Um, But uh, I think... Yeah, next episode, when we get back to Wanda and Vision's life, I think that'll be really good. What do you think about the scene where Wanda throws her through the buildings? I I was talking to Alex, and I was just telling him, I mean, I'm wondering, does she already have her powers at this point? Because, you know, going through all those brick buildings and then through the force field, like, normal person would probably die. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i did kind of think that um i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they made it where a normal person lived through that just because it's tv like i mean i wouldn't you know it's not always perfectly realistic what a human can take you know um but i did find that a little bit strange uh, i did like that we saw when she entered the stored facility uh her mother's nameplate and it said her nickname photon which she later becomes a superhero photon. So that was a nice call forward, I guess. Um, But no, I'm still kind of holding on that it's possible she got her powers when Wanda started messing with her. Uh, I guess we can probably see in the next episode or two, because it seems like even though Wanda has taken over Westview, um, it's, it's clear now that whatever happens in there, it's, still exist when they leave the force field because like when they had the sword agent go through the tunnel um they were they pulled back up his rope and had turned into like the jump rope and so it still stayed that way outside of the zone so it's really it was interesting to see that she was just influencing people's minds on how they perceive what's going on she actually controls the reality of it which i thought was pretty cool it's interesting going back to monica for a minute that like she does look like she's hurt when she's laying down in the field but she also doesn't look like too bruised up or anything no she didn't yeah you're right she didn't look that bad i don't know what, what's going to happen with her character i mean i assume she'll come back in a way i don't think she'll just be in a hospital this entire time but uh, <laughs> you know it'll be interesting to see i was talking to alex also about just again, some speculation on how they could introduce the X-Men. And I was kind of hoping that like at the beginning when she meets up with the sword director, that maybe they could be like walking through the halls and like in one of the rooms, um, see like one of the mutants, you know? Oh, <laughs> I think that, yeah. that'd be cool. It would have been like really cool to like see beast. Because supposedly he's supposed to be a part of Sword in the comics. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think these would be cool. We've seen it's hard for like these kinds of X-Men, like the super popular ones. I mean, we've seen multiple beasts at this point. It's like, I'm kind of like sick of seeing beast and I don't really want to see a new actor, but what are the odds they get the same actor back? You know, one thing I did find interesting um, about that episode was that it takes place over only a few days. Like it appears that so they're living a decade a day um, as far as the TV episodes. So I thought it was pretty cool just to see the pace at which they're going. Uh, It's basically, it was cool to see that everything they're watching is exactly what we have seen. So we know all that the sword agents know, basically. Well, that that's a good point that you bring up because Alex and I were talking about that as well. And he mentioned that there are, there were like a few scenes that we didn't see in our episodes, which I oh, didn't okay. really yeah. count. And I, I it, wasn't, it wasn't much. But he was saying something about uh, Monica, like reading the newspaper and like Wanda, like walking through town. Nothing, oh, okay. anything, nothing big, but he got the impression that there could be more episodes you know or there's supposed to be more episodes in the series but we're just getting the important stuff that makes sense it's yeah i mean it's interesting it almost looked like it was rebroadcasting like the same episode on that day or something um but it's it's kind of interesting to see exactly how all the time works out but it definitely was only a few days time uh since they've all been there did you have anything else that, that really stood out about this episode? No, I think those were the big things. Obviously, the thing with the vision missing his stone was cool to see. Um, but Kind of scary, huh? Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. Like, is that what he's actually like? And she's like basically controlling I think him? So. Or did she actually recreate him? Because we still have that scene from the initial trailer of the show, it was like one of the later trailers before the show came out, that it looked like she was actually recreating the Mind Stone. So maybe at this point, she hasn't recreated it. She's just creating a reality. But for him to permanently exist, she needs to recreate the Mind Stone. And maybe in doing so, screws something terribly wrong up. Maybe that's kind of the plot of Agatha or Mephisto, that they're trying to get her to recreate the Mind Stone and then take it and use it for whatever they're doing. I don't know. It's a thought. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I also noticed too, and you probably did also, like she kind of scares herself when she turns around and sees him like that and she like looks down and closes her eyes and then when she opens them back up he's he's um, back to being normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like sort of like a multiple personality thing where she's trying to convince herself that this is real and little things are bringing her back to actual reality and she's kind of trying to push that out of her head as much as she can. I still think um, that Hydra could definitely be behind it as well. Yeah, they definitely have a lot of 
calls to Hydra. It'll be interesting to see how they're really aligned. You would think that they would have to have some sort of super on their team, whether it be Agatha or Mephisto or something like that. I don't, just a normal person really couldn't do much <laughs> to Wanda, you know. I'm really surprised that there's that scene where Darcy's watching the show and then she's talking to Jimmy and she's like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. Never mind. And then she starts to see the Hydra commercial or the, the Strucker watch commercial. And like, I'm, I was just surprised that she didn't find that important. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I hear that. It's, it seems like they're all kind of being nonchalant about the show. Like, the only ones watching it really were her and Jimmy. You'd think like everybody would be glued to that. But I don't know. Maybe, I mean, they're sword agents. I guess they probably see a lot of crazy stuff, but I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see more from, from Sword. I think they're pretty cool. I think it could yeah, definitely I be like Shield 2.0. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, did you guys talk about the director at all? Is he from Agents of Shield? I couldn't remember it exactly. Is he from something? I'm not sure. No, we didn't really talk about him. Okay, I I could have sworn he was in Agents of Shield, but I can't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while since I've seen the earlier seasons of that show, but uh, I thought he was pretty cool for the most part. Obviously, he's not as cool as a director as like Fury or Coulson or something like that. But uh, I think I think he could definitely have a huge role in upcoming shows and movies. I mean, Sword seems to be a huge points to all of this i mean it's it's for all these cosmic powers and everything with eternals coming in and everything you think that sword would be on the case for that for sure oh yeah that's true and maybe we'll see sword in falcon and winter soldier as well yeah i wouldn't doubt it it seems like it's uh, pretty publicly known um like as an entity whereas i feel shield was more uh, sort of underground behind the scenes, but now that yeah. you know the Avengers and the events of Thanos are taking place, uh, they kind of need to be that presence as the, really the face of um, you know kind of the protection against those people. But uh, yeah, For sword sure. is cool. Um, I did see a few things about the sword facility. Um, it's the same facility that they filmed in Captain. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, um, where it used to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. And then it was also in the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. um, and an alternate reality where Hydra took over, basically. And then it was the Hydra base in the show. And now we see it as the swords in this show. So it was pretty cool just to see the same place over and over again, just in different ways. Yeah, totally. Looks like we got another listener. If you guys want to talk about WandaVision, feel free to send in a message. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty crazy episode. Definitely was different. Didn't have like the same nostalgia, like sitcom feel that we had before. Um, I don't know. 
in some ways, maybe that's why I liked it more, even though I, I do like what they're doing overall. This is probably my favorite episode, though. Really? I, I think I liked episode three better. Uh, I, I yeah. definitely do like the sitcom part. And not that I have anything against the side characters like Monica or anything, but, uh, you know, obviously the Wanda and Vision are the face of the show. So it, it'll be good kind of to move things along, whereas this was kind of like a, what's been going on at, up until this point. Yeah, definitely. Well, do you have any more theories about next week? Man, it is so up in the air. I'll just be really interested to see how many years have gone by. If we've gone a decade, like it has basically been every episode, then that means they'll have two 10-year-olds running around. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it'll be pretty cool. I wonder. Uh, They're going to the 80s, right? Yeah, it'll be 80s. So thinking more of like, man, what are 80s sitcoms? I don't know. I wasn't around in the 80s. <laughs> I don't know either off the top of my head. I'm sure I've probably seen I, something. Right. Uh, let's like, I Googled 80 sitcoms. Looks like Facts of Life, Growing pay, Pains, Family Ties sort of thing. Oh, I think it's going to be the Full House episode, actually. Oh, okay. Which is pretty funny because Every, obviously... Everyone likes Full House, right? Yeah, and it's funny to see uh, Elizabeth Olsen in it. Yeah. Because- her twin sisters were in Full House, um, and now she has twins and is playing a Full House knockoff, basically. <laughs> okay, some irony there. Yeah, so yeah, I, I believe that should be the next episode according to like the timeline. Um, and I believe there was a like a screenshot of, of that time, the '80s, where she kind of has like the bigger hair and was wearing like a. Uh, like a plaid flannel thing kind of from that time period. I'm wondering if that scene that we see in the trailers where, um, you know, Wanda says, this is our home and vision says, then let's fight for it. Like, and like, there's that, that buildup and it looks like they're going to be, be fighting people like outside their house or something like in the streets. Um, I'm wondering if that's like towards the end of the series Yeah, it's interesting. Think? I was I was kind of trying to base it off of like their clothes, like what time period it is. Uh, I believe in that scene, Wanda's wearing sweatpants, so it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I do feel like it's a little bit towards the end of the series. I don't know how far. Um, and we didn't really get to see like what their plan was next. The episode kind of ended where the last one did where Monica gets shot out. So where they go right. moving forward, I'm not sure what their plan is um, because obviously trying to sneak in there isn't working. So are they going for like full frontal assault? I mean, what's with their next option, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting how Monica says at the end, you know, it's Wanda, it's all Wanda. And then Wanda saying, telling vision that, you know, he doesn't have to worry that she has everything under control when it definitely appears that she's losing control. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, we'll probably just see that more and more each episode kind of until she hits a breaking point. Yeah. Are you still thinking it's going to be Mephisto at this point or what's your thoughts? I mean, that's the most logical 
we I, I'll just be interested to see usually Agnes Agatha Harkness isn't kind of on her own doing her own thing um so I, I think there definitely has to be some sort of entity behind this that we haven't seen yet you know something like a big reveal at, towards the end there um not necessarily that I think they're behind it in the first place I it's still too early to say that anybody is making Wong to do this, you know? It's more of just kind of they deceived her into using her own power at this point. And then what are they after? The Mind Stone? Are they after the twins? Um, what's their goal, at least, will be interesting to see. Yeah, and on our show yesterday, we were talking about how, you know, Mephisto kind of used the twins as like leverage into manipulating Wanda, I believe. That's kind of how the story goes. Um, and I think, I think it'd be cool if they did a different spin on him. And like I was saying, um, really like utilized Hydra and having Hydra come back and maybe Mephisto could be like, um, like the leader of Hydra now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I don't know about and that. I, I, and then I Hydra could be the ones that are using this leverage um, against Wanda. It's a thought. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Hydra fan. I just feel like we've seen oh, it really? so many times. Okay. I mean, if you really watched Ace of the Shield, I don't think you've seen the have you? No, I couldn't really get into it. I couldn't get into it. No. It's it's mostly like eight seasons of Hydra. So at this point, after seeing it, I'm like so Hydra'd out. It's like, it's the Hydra thing. You know, you cut off one head, then two more appear in its place. So obviously <laughs> it's like never ending, which I get. That's the Maybe that's why I'm not Hydra. tired of it. I, I mean, it's just, it's a little much for me. Um, and if I remember correctly, they're kind of weird about their whole agents of shield thing and how it connects to everything but until like the second to last season they should have been in the same timeline um and so how that has set up with them taking down hydra a few different times during that timeline um i don't really see it having too much influence um i don't know i mean i don't think you could bring red skull back at this point but who knows i was just gonna say um for our listener out there feel free to mash that clap button help us out with the algorithm and send in a message if you want to become part of the conversation would love to hear from you talk to us about how you enjoyed wandavision or if you um, didn't enjoy I, it yeah maybe you maybe <laughs> you hated it um but yeah, I mean, isn't Red Skull, isn't he just dead? From well, like he was, he was on game? Formir. He was to say he's dead. Yeah. He I didn't mean, die at the end? I can't even remember. Nah, he's just, he's just like, all right, take your stone. He's like a spirit, he, he's like a spirit still? I, I mean, what, what really was he? It was really kind of up in the air what the heck he was. So the Tesseract refused him, sent him to here. He has some weird shadowy power, that's for sure. But is he, like, dead or what? 
He said his goal was to lead people to a treasure that he could not possess. So, and he did that twice, <laughs> right? He did that with Thanos, and then he did that with Hawkeye. And so it's like his job done. Like, there's no more Soul Stone. So, does he get to leave finally? Is that like his payment? You know. Well, let's hear from our listener. They just sent t- sent us in a message. Oh, let's do see it. what they got to say. Oh dang! Didn't notice I was the only. Heck yeah! Glad to be the first. Well. Uh, that last episode was killer for me. I think it was the best one yet. Uh, finally bringing us into the real world. Uh, man, that view of dead vision at the end, it's still sticking with me. I don't really know what to think about it, but I really hope that there's some dark, like she's, um, she's got dead vision's body, uh, enchanted with her magic. I really hope that's the angle they're taking, but Ooh, that dead vision stuck with me. <laughs> hey, we appreciate the message, man. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, that that was something else. Um, that that scene with Vision that was something else. Um, but hey, man, if you uh, if you enjoyed the show so far, Jake and I, you know, do a a podcast on YouTube, Spotify called the Starfighter Podcast, and that's in my bio um, or profile here on Stereo. So. Feel free to check that out. But yeah, again, appreciate having you. Um, and yeah, this was my favorite. Like I was saying, this was my favorite episode so far as well. Um, but Jake, I think you you said you preferred episode three. Yeah, a little bit, but I do think it was very good. And uh, yeah, you made a good point um, with Wanda. We definitely saw her in episode three getting angry with uh, with Monica there. And then she also had that look in her eyes at the end of this when she's telling Vision that, oh, everything's fine like that. She definitely has an evil look. Um, I mean, you could definitely see her turning bad. Like, is is she basically the villain this whole time? We're kind of assuming that there's some other bad person or is it just Agnes trying to get her to join her and be evil together or something like that, whatever their evil plot is. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's definitely looking scary the last few episodes. Yeah. And there's something with Dottie too. There is. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm almost positive. I just have a really strong feeling about it. Yeah. And Hey, she does not like Dottie. She might kill her at some point. Jeez. But you know who I could see her being? I mean, really unlikely, but it would be really cool if, she played like um, Emma Frost. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty. You know, from from X Men, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's got that who, who, that look with the hair and everything. Who really knows where uh, where we're going at this point with X Men? I mean, it's almost guaranteed. I would say at this point to be linked to to this. Um, to the start of just kind of pulling them into this realm. But uh, yeah, we'll just see how they have to appear, I guess. Yeah. Well, hey, we got another message. And also, let me throw this out to our listeners. We, we want to talk a little bit about Star Wars 2 and that news, but we don't want to shift gears too soon. So I don't know if anyone's opposed to us changing it up, but we'll see. All right, I'm going to play that message. Also, whether the Mephisto theories are real or not, 
the fact that they named Agnes's husband Ralph and haven't shown us that character yet is definitely Marvel pulling at the strings of the super nerds because Ralph is Mephisto's name in uh, human form in the comics. Okay. Yeah, I think Jake told me that, right? You were telling me that? Yeah, I think we mentioned it in one of our episodes. Yeah, it's... I, I'd be I'd be shocked at this point if we didn't see him or whatever he is in this in the MCU. Basically, um, you know they tend to mix up a little bit where these people come from, who they exactly are, and what their powers are. But uh, yeah, I'd be surprised if we didn't see him in some form or another um, by the end of this show. Yeah, definitely, dude. I had a great Star Wars segue also. Um, but then our, our new friend just sent in that message. But when we were talking about Red Skull, um, and we were talking about like what he was, I was going to be like, well, he was a force ghost. Right. And then it's like, (laughs) speaking of force ghosts, we got some star Wars news guys. So let's just segue. Let's just do it. All right. Hopefully you guys don't mind. Yeah, have you been keeping up with anything? Um, I I mean I see what's going on. What what's the what's the big news that's been going on? You tell me. All right, big news. First on the list, Knights of the Old Republic three has been rumored. I know you were into this game. Um, I think I I was into the first one for sure for a little bit. Thought it was pretty cool. Not a huge fan of like RPG games that much, um, but that one was definitely different. And obviously, just a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm down to check out whatever. Um, yeah, but how can, do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm definitely more of a fan of like action RPGs where it has fun combat mechanics at the same time being an RPG. Absolutely, um, which I could definitely see them doing. I I feel like that's sort of a new age kind of deal there's not much more tactical rpgs anymore other than like fire emblem and bravely default um but no that'd be really really good game to bring out especially at this point of time uh, star wars is just blowing up so of course it would do super well um but uh yeah i i tend to take video game rumors with a grain of salt i mean they've been telling me for years now we're getting breath of the wild too so uh I'm still holding out for that. <laughs> didn't didn't we just get Breath of the Wild too? No, never. <laughs> they announced it like two years ago, like, oh, we're working on it, and then never. It's said called it Hyrule year. Warriors, man. Oh, bro, that okay. that was it. Nah, nah. <laughs> Did you even like that game? Oh, uh, I played the first one, the majority of it, and it gets a little old just because it's hack and slash mob fights you know um yeah but i heard age of calamity was really good as far as like, story and everything and that it's a lot more um open whether to like whether it's in, um like the first one was you were basically guided on a path and just fight the enemies in the way but this one was more uh it really kind of felt like you were still playing breath of the wild where you had to do like cooking and foraging and stuff like that that made it feel right. more like an RPG rather than the hack and slash. It wasn't really for me, but um, that character Impa, she's really sick. No, I would like to see more from her. 
Bro, it's been six since Orcarina of Time, so. Um, I mean, going back to Star Wars, I was going to ask you, because we were talking about, like, RPGs um, with, like, more combat mechanics. Um, did you ever play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? I have not played that one, no. That is my favorite Final Fantasy game because it's the only one that I know of where you can <laughs> mash the buttons to fight. Oh, dude. Final it also Remake. looks really good. Final Fantasy VII Remake has good It is action RPG, so you actually have to hit buttons to fight and everything. And oh, really? I've, yes, and I've never seen a game that looks better than that. So if you want to talk about a good-looking game, that is number one for me. It is freaking beautiful masterpiece i it's I'm not just select, like select it. screen right it's not just like the pop-up menu right nope no you you do have a menu to like switch to like magic attacks or uh your swords and everything like that so you do have a menu to switch but your main to like hit to attack you have to hit the whatever it is so you still move around okay. and do attacks and stuff like that and shield and block and all that and dodge and stuff so it, it it has good mechanics like that yeah see i would love them to bring that to the next knights of the old republic if they do indeed follow through with that yeah i think something like that would be really cool um just but it most likely I... won't be like a oh sorry i was just gonna say it most likely won't be tying into the last two um the last two games and like their story, it'll probably be something brand new. Yeah. And that's fine to me. Um, I think anything just like that. I mean, those games are so popular. Um, I think it would just be good no matter what. And I feel like for the most part, they've been doing good with their games. Um, like last or uh, fallen order was, it was okay. Um, it was better than like fourth unleashed or something, but um, I think I like force unleashed more, better. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I thought it was a little bit better, but I didn't like I the mean, Uncharted feel to it or of uh Fallen Order. I I did like the game, but I don't know. What do you got Too much Uncharted puzzles for me. <laughs> Nothing. I have um, I actually haven't even played it. I just knew that that was <laughs> it was it was like that in the sense that there was like more puzzles that you had to solve and yeah, a know. little bit. That was definitely uh, different for a Star Wars game. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was way too incredibly short, um, but it was decent. But no, Night Sail and Public could be fun. Uh, what do you think about the uh, Ubisoft Star Wars game that they're planning on making? Yeah, I can't remember. Is that like, I thought I heard they could be doing like an underworld bounty hunter thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's been like a confirmation on what it's about. Is that what it was? I don't think I've seen everything, anything official at this point, but uh, no, I'm just excited for like Ubisoft to make it. I mean, there's people who like and hate Ubisoft, whatever. I don't care. They For games like Skyrim, where it's free realm world games like that, I think would just be really cool for Star Wars. I mean, we haven't really had that. Like You're saying like open world or? Yeah, open world. Like, Fallen Order tried to feel like that, but there really wasn't, like, exploring or anything like that, you know? Um, yeah. It, it's not the same. So something that's just a free, open-world Star Wars, uh, I think would just be really cool. 
Definitely. Let's hear from our friend. The worst part of Fallen Order was the fact that you were in small, isolated areas, and it, I don't know, it just felt like you were in a box. But um, that story really added a lot to to the um, Order 66 uh, storyline. I really like all the supplemental stories Star Wars fills us in through the books and the games. I think that was a great one. I mean, thanks for that. Not to be a hater, but I feel like Kathleen Kennedy kind of puts Star Wars in a box, you know? She can't She can't let us free. We need no, yeah. time to kick, I, I get kick her to the saying, curb. <laughs> yeah, it's more of you're on a path, basically. I mean, you could deviate from it, but there wasn't, like, things to do. You just hit a wall and be like, oh, I have to go through this path before I can go to that path. And that was it. The, mo- the worst thing about Jedi Fallen Order was on the like with the first planet you can see that gigantic monster like in a field but you can't jump to him and you'll never fight him and he's just sitting there waiting to fight and there's zero way to reach him in the game i thought that was super annoying i wish i knew like what to call our, our listener instead of just like rbc 619 or something like that like you know unless unless there's some kind of like acronym there that i'm just not getting <laughs> maybe he, maybe he can help us out with a with an easy name. Because I'm assuming he's gonna I'm a, I'm assuming he's gonna tune in to our uh, our stereo shows all the time. Oh, here we oh. go. It's Rob, guys. And oh yeah, sorry about that makes sense. your uh, your your transition there before. Oh no, no worries. No worries. I wasn't looking close right. enough. I can I couldn't see that it was Rob. We appreciate that, man. Uh, glad you're sticking around and you enjoy Star Wars as well. Um, oh, but as far as open world games go, we do have one of those, Jake. Hmm. I believe it is called the Lego Star Wars Saga. <laughs> That's not an open world. Are you kidding me? I I thought that they said it was going to be pretty open world well if it's anything like the past games it's not open world it's not going to be like the past games they said they're completely redoing it they said that there's going to be tons of planets and tons of um like ships that you can explore and that it it, they're just going to be like massive i'd be down for that and and actually, Lego Star Wars was on the list of topics for today. But we have two messages. You wanna you wanna hit a couple of those, Jake? Let's do it. I believe you you have access as well. I think yeah, they let's... said that some of it's gonna be open world and some of it's gonna be like the typical levels. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Open open world would definitely be more fun. Let's see what uh, the other dude has to say. Don't do that to us, Lego. All you do is press square <laughs> in that game. <laughs> i mean it, it's fun it, lego is fun I'll, I'll give you that but it does get a little old and it's not that challenging so i think mixing it up would be pretty good very clicky clacky as they say <laughs> yeah basically but i i do have to think that the open world ubisoft one is going to be my favorite right now uh currently the game i'm playing is immortal phoenix rising have you heard of it i have heard of it yeah 
yeah, so that's by Ubisoft also. And it's a super fun game. Um, I mean, it doesn't have the most amazing graphics or anything, but the story is really good. I do like the combat and everything, and the open world is really nice. So if they just did something like that, but instead of Greek mythology, make it Star Wars, I think it would be awesome. Are you playing that on PS5 or are you playing that on, on the, the Switch? PS5. Gotcha. We yeah. got another message. You guys are awesome. Mash that, mash that clap button, guys. If you, if you make the fire, if you start the fire up, helps the al- algorithm and <laughs> helps us keep going with our show. All right, what do you got to say? There you go. There you go. <laughs> they also said they're going to expand on Finn's story. Rip John Boyega. <laughs> yes, this is exactly. Thank you for bringing that up. That that is what we were going to talk about as well. Um, and so the backlash here is it's like you sh- they should have expanded on his story you know a long time ago and you know they should have capitalized more on it in Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker they really did him dirty uh, there's no question about it um, yeah, but how do you feel about this works. idea about them like adding they, they said that they're going to add more to his story inside the Lego game <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't like his character. I didn't feel like it was necessarily his fault, but no, I, I didn't no, like his character no. at all. And, and um, I mean, there was very few characters I liked in the sequels. So, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> stop trying to retcon your movies in a Lego game. Like, you, you got to put out good work and stand by it. Like, I feel like that's partially what Mandalorian's doing, like trying to explain where... Palpatine came from and everything. How about you explain it in the movies so people aren't confused and think this is all stupid and instead just make it have make sense the first time, you know? Yeah, like how about you make Rose Tico your leading character, you know, and like <laughs> make her a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. What's this guy got? Make, <laughs> make make Rose the, the chosen one. Is uh the game that was in developed from C D Project Red. Uh, they were d- the developers of The Witcher. They had the full open world Star Wars game going that was just canceled. But honestly, after Cyberpunk, we might have uh, gotten lucky on that one. But it did sound interesting. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I think that would be cool. And I think a development company like that would probably put out a higher quality um, and a more graphically detailed game. But um, yeah, if it's something like Cyberpunk where it's glitchy and not as fun as it could be i'd rather it be more cartoony with the graphics like ubisoft does a lot you know i mean not even cartoony it just needs to be like good but not anything amazing i mean let's just focus on making a good open world game with not having like an empty world um like i've heard that sort of other games like witcher and sky skyrim have compared Two others, just a lot of side missions, a lot of cool things to do, you know, just a bunch of callbacks to movies and shows and games. And just put out a high-quality product would be nice. Yeah, so you're excited for LEGO Star Wars a little bit? Like, you plan on getting that? <laughs> I I cannot bring myself to spend $60 on LEGO game. I don't know. There's something about <laughs> it. But I... It, it is one of those things where it usually goes on sale like three or four months after it's released. <laughs> it's it's one of those kind of deals. Um, but uh, I, I will get it eventually to play for sure. I'm excited about it. 
I, I mean, I if think it would be cool. If it has like online co-op, that'd be super cool. Yeah, I hope so. I did have a random question about another game, Jake. Um, not to get too off topic, but I know you're really into anime, and there was this soccer game on the Switch. I'll just ask you about it real quick, uh, and then we'll get back. But um, it's called like Captain Something. I you probably know what I'm talking about, but it's like a anime soccer game. I'm wondering if you know if it's if it's good because it looks pretty cool. Oh, Captain Subasa. Yes. I have you played I it? I actually don't know. I have not played it. Um, I haven't seen too much about it. It's pretty under the radar. Um, but uh, I don't know if it's worth checking out. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Look. I mean, look kind of cool. I mean, I haven't played a soccer game since Mario Strikers, but uh, that game was fun. Dude, <laughs> I love Mario Strikers. They should make like a Star Wars soccer game. That'd be sick. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that they made a PlayStation like Street Fighter, Star Wars Street Fighter game for the PlayStation oh, yeah. One. Pretty that cool. was awesome. All right, here we go with our message. Man, though, hate to derail you guys. Finn got screwed. I mean, from the beginning, having a stormtrooper flip sides to become a Jedi would have been a sick story. You could have even even had Ray flip sides in Rise of Skywalker, and he could have been the last Jedi. I don't know. There's so many better ways to go about that whole thing, but that's what no plan gets you. <laughs> yeah, you really hit the nail on the head there because that's that's the big problem is they just did not have a solid plan all the way through ABC. They just let they just let it go whichever way the director wanted it and they didn't, I mean, the plan just wasn't there and it's, it's awful. Um, I mean, I enjoy some parts of the sequels, but it's just undeniable that without that plan, it, it really falls flat. Um, and yeah, I would have really liked to have seen Finn become a Jedi. I mean, like a stormtrooper becoming a Jedi, like that's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool like story arc that they could have done. And honestly, I feel like they kind of teased that a little bit um, with like some of the trailers in the force awakens. Um, but how do you feel about it, Jake? Um, it definitely would have made his character better. They had just like, I don't know. It was just a lot going on that they didn't like talk about it. Like, Oh, you're a stormtrooper, And then they kind of forget about it. Like we don't know anything about these characters very much. And so just having a bland character that you have no attachment to because you don't know anything about him, uh, doesn't make for the best of movies. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Mayfeld and the Mandalorian was a much better story than Finn's. It's fair. Yeah, I think they kind of pushed Finn into like a hero role instead of just like, not being evil <laughs> um whereas mando just kind of does what mando wants and same with um Fedek. but uh yeah it, it's none of those characters really stuck with me i mean i can't even say who my favorite sequel character is because i didn't think any of them were very good another shameless plug jake and i on the starfighter podcast youtube spotify 
Apple Podcast. We break down the Mandalorian episodes. Have a great time doing it. Those are some great shows. And yeah, I think Mandalorian, we both said that that was our our favorite um, to come out of 2019. Our favorite like TV series or just basically entertainment. For sure. And yeah, I mean, I think it was like episode seven, season one of Mando. Um, I don't know. I was kind of like, I could take him or leave him with with Mayfield. But the last episode he was in, you know, with um, Boba Fett and then him and Din Djarin are breaking into uh, that facility. Uh, he was He was really, really good. And so, yeah, I would honestly like to see him more maybe in next season, but not really thinking we'll see him next time. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's all I really had for news. Um, If you guys want to keep sending in some questions or things that you're excited about in the world of Star Wars, hit us up with that and we'll keep going for a little bit um, if Jake still has time. Um. And then one other thing, what is, how are you doing on time, Jake? Uh, I got a few minutes. Okay. Um, And then one other thing I was going to mention was that uh, we're supposed to play some Jedi Academy online one of these days. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll get to that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, but that would be really fun. What show are you guys uh, most excited for that's coming up with the now that they announced the Disney investor stuff. Great question, Jake. And then we'll get uh, to yeah, that. I think I think we when we talked about this um, after the Disney investor announcement, we did have a really awesome like two hour show with my brother and then uh, Alex, who was great. Um, but I think if I remember, my top one was going to be Loki, just because that trailer kind of blew me away. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if they meant um, Star Wars, but then what for? For Star Wars, we also did an episode on that. Again, um, guys, go and subscribe on our YouTube channel to the Starfighter Podcast. We have some great episodes. We did one on Investor's Day for Marvel, as well as uh, the Star Wars releases. Uh, but Jake, what was your number one um, on the list for new Star Wars movies and shows coming out? Oh, by far, uh, the Obi-Wan show. Like, I mean, there's nothing about that. But, uh, yeah, I think the number two, the name is blanking on me, right? Oh, the Acolyte, right? Yeah. yeah. That one, I mean, we don't know much about it, but it sounded crazy from the description. But uh, I got to go with Obi-Wan just from what I know about it. I just know it's going to be great. So Yeah, I think I told you he's pretty much become my favorite character. Um, <laughs> he's just so awesome. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I think Obi-Wan's first on my list too. And then I might I might say Acolyte as well, although I am really looking forward to the Soka series. And yeah, I'm wondering how that's going to play out. I'm really thinking that what they're going to do is um, have Thrawn be in Ahsoka. That I think we kind of get that impression uh, from the episode that we saw her in Mando season two. And I'm I'm also assuming that they're going to go after or they're going to find Ezra, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'd say Ahsoka show is 
if it goes in that direction, which I think it will, um, that'd be more higher on my list than even Mandalorian season three, just because I, I really like Thrawn and Ezra from Rebels and everything like that. So it'd be really cool to see them live action and where they are now and everything. I think that has a lot to offer. But you know what, bro? We're actually not far from, um, what is it? Uh, I just, I just had it. Um, the Clone Wars show or the Bad Batch. Oh, Bad yeah, Batch. we're not far away yeah, from yeah. that. Yeah. What is that? Oh, yeah. I think just in like a couple of weeks or something. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it's fine. by. Um, I mean, dude, this whole month it's flown by. I can't believe it's still like February, two days. Hey, our listeners right now, you guys are awesome. Thanks a lot. We're going to get to more of the questions. Let us know um, what shows you're looking forward to and why. Um, and are you looking forward to Bad Batch coming up? Would really like to hear your guys' thoughts on that. All right, guys. Last one for you. Out of the announced uh, Star Wars um, Disney Plus shows, uh, what are you guys most excited for? Hey, we already answered that. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Rob. Uh, what are you excited about? If you if you're uh, sticking around, let us know. Wow. Basically, same question. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> I'll hit you guys up on YouTube. Thanks for having this talk. Um, appreciate it. Y'all got me through the rest of my shift. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Hey, man. you're thanks awesome, for, Rob. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks a lot. I man. think I'm most excited for Bad Batch just because I'm a huge Clone Wars fan. and But I can easily be swayed, I guess. The trailer was really awesome for that one. Connor, follow us on YouTube, we're going to do a, a series called Uncovering the Clone Wars. And yeah, that's definitely one of our favorite shows as well. Uh, definitely have a lot of anticipation for Bad Batch and everything that's going to go on around that time with Order 66. Yeah, well, for sure. Definitely. Well, I don't know, man. Are we wrapping things up? It's wrapping things up. Hey, unless you want to talk about buying some dog coin you into that (laughs) what are you talking about all the listeners out there this show is sponsored by dog coin go out there (laughs) is it get get all you can get uh because that would help i have no idea what that is i also didn't know we had a sponsor yet (laughs) it is cryptocurrency so it's like going from zero to a hundred right now except it's the dog meme so it's dog coin it sounds stupid. But, <laughs> yeah, but I just I a have, little bit. I have some money in that. I, I won't say how much, but uh, hey, guys, help me get out of the red. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone knows what you're talking about. Oh, dude, but, I, I, are you living under a rock? How do you not know? Do you know about you know about GameStop and all that, right? Oh yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like GameStop, AMC are blowing up on the dark market, and then the cryptocurrency side. Dogecoin. Okay. <laughs> but speaking of Bitcoin, um, I was going to tell you, I meant to text you last night, but um, my wife and I watched Ready Player One for the first time because, I don't know, it just that was something that we wanted to see. And then, I don't know, kind of just fell off my radar because I heard it was just, eh. And uh, I don't know. I think we both enjoyed it for the most part. Um, yeah. The graphics were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. 
I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I I can see why some people didn't like it. I thought it was a little cheesy at times and stuff like that. But I enjoyed yeah. it for the most part, for sure. Um, I I do like that kind of stuff a lot. I mean, it's like it's basically like the anime sword art online where there's or they put in a video game, you know, like a full dive virtual reality, basically. So stuff like that's cool. Um, hopefully one day we'll be able to experience that. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think just stuff like that. I mean, I love video games so much. So anything that's about video games is going to be cool. Yeah, um, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool show or movie. I was impressed for the most part, and I can't remember the actor's name. If it's Mad Mickelson, I think that might be what it is, but he's always playing these bad guys. I think he's the he's the same guy I'm thinking of in uh, Rogue One. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds right. It's a bad guy actor. <laughs> I know you love Rogue One, too. Uh, that show is so lame. That's a topic for another Dude, that, day. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do on here too. Is we can have some of our uh, Star Wars debates, talk about stuff we agree on, stuff we disagree on, have some fun debates. No, sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll we'll definitely do this thing again. Yeah, it's been cool. I mean, this is your first stereo show. This is my this is my second second time doing stereo. We had some awesome listeners too. Sweet, yeah. No, I like it. It's it's fun to hear everybody and everything like that. So pretty cool. Well, Jake, do you want to close us out? You got anything you want to plug? Um, well, hey, if you're not into Dogecoin, buy AMC stock. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Dude, that that has just been my life for the past few days, but uh it it's it's fun. It's fun, that's for sure. You're gonna have to text me. I don't know some some link or something. If if I need to get in, if I need to get on this bandwagon. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, all I've been doing basically this weekend is playing Smash Bros. So I have a little bit of w- winnings to put into my uh, my stock. Nice. I haven't been playing yeah, um, much Smash lately. I I've been working on some new music. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and that's been that's been good. It's been good. Yeah, dude. I, I've been grinding away so hard. I actually won. I won tournaments three days in a row now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's been it's been going That's pretty sick, good. dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, it was so funny. Last night, my brother and I entered a, t- a tournament. Um, it was just like this really random one. It's like super late at night. And we're like, all right, let's go for it. There's not going to be many, very many people in it. Why not? And we show up thinking it's a legit tournament right and they are playing best of one games right best of one items on any stage you want what are you guys doing (laughs) and there was best of one and i'm like are you kidding me one game to decide my fate with items on back in the car we're out of here and i'm like yeah and it was online too and it was so freaking laggy they had like five spectators in the arena and it was so oh, it was online. laggy and terrible yeah and so i'm like oh my god what what are we doing here i mean it was free to enter and there was some decent pot so i'm like i guess i'll just play with it but uh oh my gosh but these dudes there's like three dudes who are streaming it right so we're watching it on stream 
and they're just like high as a kite right they they think all of this is like amazing and so cool when somebody gets hit with a home run bat it's like that's not cool at all it's lame <laughs> and then uh i lost my first game I ended up winning like six in a row to win the thing and the dude i beat in grand finals was livid he's like are you kidding me you're playing best of one in a set it's supposed to be best three out of five and these guys are like well we read the rules it's evo rules and we're like evo rules that is not evo rules so these guys are like so high i don't think they understand the difference between a set and a game but you won yeah dude i won nice yeah, I won 60 bucks. I mean, I was pretty happy about it. Okay. And my brother plays third. He got like 15 bucks. I'm like, hey, it was not the worst way to spend a night, even though it was really ridiculous and random. Nice. I want to play Austin sometime. Yeah, he's not bad. Um, also, if he has um, Jedi Academy, that'd be cool. No, for yeah, all three of us. Yeah. Dude, let, let's set it up. Maybe, maybe this week or something or next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have to schedule something. But uh, yeah, that was my week full of Dogecoin and Smash tournaments. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds so funny. I- I'll-, I'll get you in on it. I mean, if, if you like cryptocurrency in the stock market, uh, now is the time, man. It's-, it's going crazy. I don't know if I like it or not. I guess we might just have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. But, uh, All right, but I've got that going on. I think that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you to our listeners again. Shameless plug. Dom and Jake, we host the Starfighter podcast every week. Right now we're doing WandaVision spoiler reviews. Our newest one is up right now um, with my friend Alex. And we also talk a lot about Star Wars stuff. And those are Jake's dogs. Hey, thanks for the claps. Thanks for the fire. Oh my gosh, guys, shut up. All right, on that note, on that (laughs) note, we're out. All right, dog coin to the moon. Let's go. All right, see ya, man. See ya.